I'm sure every one of us has worked with somebody whose very presence on a project inspires tremendous confidence in us. Namaste, everybody. Today, I'd like to showcase one such incredibly talented and personable colleague, Dr. Bethany Chung. Bethany, welcome. You know, you are an absolute stalwart in our clinical and post-market operations group, and I think of you as the ultimate queen of all things quantitative. And as I say that, I'm thinking benefit-risk analysis, but I know that's a very small part of what you do. So would you please walk us through aspects of your background that lend to your versatility at RQM Plus? Sure, and thank you for that introduction, Jay. Um, so my quantitative background actually comes from um, undergrad degree in both math and biology. So mm -hmm. I like to apply the quantitative where I can. Um, I've always had an easier time dealing in numbers and words, and I like finding patterns in things. And I think it came from um, that undergrad degree. And it wasn't until grad school that I discovered um, biomedical engineering and mm -hmm. applying you know, the math, not just to ecology and the environment, but also to medicine. So I got my graduate degrees in biomedical engineering and throughout my graduate career and my postdoc, um, I focused more on that quantitative methodology mm -hmm. and I used it to apply to a variety of different clinical conditions. So I worked on projects anywhere from um, looking at PTSD to airway obstructions to stroke mm -hmm. rehab uh, to speech and swallowing disorders. Mm -hmm. So it was during my time as a postdoc uh, about two years into it, that my oldest child was born two months early. And mm -hmm. that kind of forced me to take a step back a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. As a family, we decided that the best choice was for me to step away from my research career and take care of my son full time. So mm -hmm. making sure he got to his doctor's appointments, he got all the care that he needed, and we had that bonding time. Um, so after about 10 years of, you know, having coworkers of stay-at-home parents and other children and, you know, seeing everything from a patient's point of view, mm -hmm. uh, I decided it was time to get back into research and to use my degree where I could. Um, so 10 years, two more kids, I decided uh, to get back into the workforce and looked into things like medical writing, discovered CER writing, and um, figured out that this was a career path that would allow me to work remotely a majority of the time. Mm -hmm. um, I could spend time with my kids. I could use my research. I could use math and biology and biomedical engineering. Um, and I applied to RQM Plus. So RQM Plus, I learned over the course of this process has a long history of supporting women and has a long history of supporting parents who are trying to get back into the workforce. So I was very happy to find that during my interview process, during my onboarding, um, my 10 year gap in the medical device industry was not questioned at all. Um, and it was more, you know, focused on personality, focused on my problem solving skills. And I've been here for a little over four years now, and it mm -hmm. was a great choice to make. I've been really, really happy here. 
That is such a powerful message and an exemplary path, really. You refer to it as a gap. I think you were catering to the most important project in your life. So <laughs> can, you, can you talk to us about aspects of your technical expertise as well as mental prowess, right, that allow you to be successful in a wide range of projects here? Sure. Um, so like I said, in my, um, in my earlier research career, um, I focused more on the methodology and technique. Mm -hmm. And that really allowed me to jump from clinical area to clinical area. And I find the same thing in regulatory. So as a regulatory consultant, we don't look at the same types of devices or the same medical field all the time. So, you know, I'm jumping from catheters to guide wires to dental devices um, to neural implants. And mm -hmm. I've I've trained myself to really be able to look to the experts, to understand that there are things that I don't know that I need to learn and to be able to keep that curiosity and to keep that love for tackling new challenges. Um, and then, you know, another piece of it is that personality piece. So raising my kids, I quickly found that my day-to-day -day activities, um, couldn't just be what I wanted to do, right? I had to take everyone's needs into account. Um, and I've applied that every day here. So if I, you know, took a project and just plowed through with what I thought the best pathway was, um, that's not taking into account the client's needs, the business needs, the cross-functional team's needs. Um, so I, I'm very fortunate to have that experience and be able to strike that balance when I attack projects. Ladies and gentlemen, if ever there was a team player, here is one incredible example. Um, Bethany, I know there are many, but is there a particular achievement that you still draw inspiration on, inspiration from on a daily basis, something that you'd like to share with the audience? Um, I, I think my proudest moment, my most exciting moment um, or project that I've worked on here was the benefit risk analysis. Um, I, I know I've worked on with it very closely with you on it. And it was all um, you, Bethany. It, it's yeah. something that <laughs> sort of I stumbled into and, and have taken full advantage of the opportunity. Um, so just to give a little background to the people listening, um, this was started with just writing a CER for a client. Mm -hmm. It was one of the client's flagship products. Um, they really needed, you know, a solid CER on it. So we wrote a first draft, um, you know, high quality that we typically put out, but we did get pushback from the notified body. Um, mm -hmm. And the reviewer kept pushing for, he kept wanting more quantitative and more quantitative. And it got to the point where the reviewer was asking specifically for a quantitative benefit risk ratio. ratio. So with my math background, I hear ratio and I think number. Right. Um, so, you know, this is kind of exciting for me. I like putting numbers to uh, biological phenomena, to medicine, to anything that I can find a pattern with. Um, so I kind of took it and ran with it and put together a couple of options, presented them to the client. Mm -hmm. The client chose one, presented it to the, to the notified body reviewer, and they were very happy with it. So um, we were able to, you know, use it on that project. They got their flagship product through. 
We've been able to use it on a number of other products since then, and mm -hmm. we've been able to introduce the industry to it, which I take a lot of pride in. Um, I know that quantitation is not the be all and end all of something like a benefit risk ratio. There are a lot of things that need to be taken into account, um, mm -hmm. but it's nice to have, you know, another dimension to look at it. Right. And, and may I add, this was the first method that was put out there for quantitative benefit risk analysis. You have a white paper on it. And since then, I've seen a couple of different variations on it, um, presented at a conference and even on the Internet. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the person who did it, did it first and, and got it through um, some really tough review process at the notified body. So, uh, Bethany, it's been an absolute pleasure. It, it really is a huge pleasure and an honor to work with you on a daily basis. But attention to detail, critical analysis, you have it all and you bring it to the table every single day, day in and day out. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you for the education for everyone who gets involved with you on a daily basis. Good luck. Thank you, Jay.